Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome along to episode 24. Who would have thought, eh? Who would have thought we would have had an episode for every hour of a day? Just let that sink in. That's 24 we've done together. Have you been here for the whole 24? I have. So tell your friends. That sounded like an advert, didn't it? Um, You find me, yes, you find me in the middle of an illness. I have got, um, so that's the reason why there was only one episode last week due to an illness, which I'm, I'm continuing to uh, push through because it you know there's illnesses and then there's like you know you can get flu and then you you know obviously there's the man flu which is a um it is so hurtful to man that other people don't understand okay animals can be in the forest and hear of a sufferer of man flu no, but what I've got is um, streptococca tonsillitis. Streptococca. 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 Um, yeah, I've got that. Uh, tonsillitis. Uh, sounds like a dinosaur with a sore throat. The streptococca tonsillitis. But it's actually a disease. So it's no laughing matter. It's a disease. The whole family have it. We all went to the doctors together. Like like the Beatles must have when they came back from India that time. And they all had sore stomachs. Um, but they, uh, the kids have been off, haven't they? The kids have been off for, for, for five, five, 500 years, it feels like. They're little hobbits basically it's like we've just given them like ecstasy tablets and they're just sprinting around at the moment they are out of control there is no rules at the moment there is no routines they are controlling me um but they uh yeah so i went in and uh i got the it's always weird isn't it in the in the doctor's waiting room uh where you have to sit there and you're looking around at other people going I wonder, are they ill? Are they more sick than me? Am I sick? Why do I sit in here? I think what should happen is everybody should just walk outside in the fresh air rather than this room of like kind of illness and disease and coughing and and, and all that. So um, so I sat there and then the doctor uh, brought me in. And I'll be honest with you, it was a short visit. I was expecting a bit more doctor love, you know, Um a bit more kind of, um, how are you doing? I, I'm slightly interested in your life. But he he gave me none of that. He was a busy doctor. Um, 
he just um, he said, "How are you?" I said, "I've got a sore throat." He went, "Yaha," and then he said, "Open your mouth," and then he said, "Put your tongue down, you idiot." You know that thing. I can't do that. When I open my mouth, my tongue kind of just flies up like a um, a giraffe licking a lemon. Um, I don't know if you've seen that YouTube video where they give a lemon to a giraffe and their lemon goes, it doesn't exist. I'm just trying to paint a picture. Um, and then um, and then he did this amazing thing. He looked at my throat and he just went, ugh, which I thought was, <laughs> which I thought was a brilliant way of doctor, doctor, um, patient, confidentiality there that was brilliant doctor to patient natural reaction you know normally it's like oh i see yeah okay yes i get that but the doctor was just in disgust at my throat basically and he produced this kind of the same noise as you you know you get off the bus and you're walking along and it's been a big, it's maybe Sunday morning, big Saturday night. And then you see a little bit of somebody's been sick against the shop window. And you look and you go, Ugh. and if you're with someone, you obviously go, hey, oh, no, don't look at that. And they look at that. You know, it's uh, it's the same thing as opening a fizzy bottle of water. And it's it's going to fizzy up. It's going to it's going to fizzy. It's going to fizzy. And instead of opening it, you um uh, you, you just you, you 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 take it away from yourself, don't you? Just in case it gets on you, it's like it's almost like a bomb. It's like hold this, you know. So um, yeah, it was a good reaction. It was like Ugh. but I've been doing gigs. I've been working uh, through through the pain. Oh, it's been tough, so bloody tough. Yeah, it's been um. There is something about going on stage, though, where you feel, I mean, it's an adrenaline rush, but you also, I also medicate, <laughs> uh, like Johnny Cash, um, but I, I medicate, so I I take Panadol, or I, I, I drop my pills, y'all, I drop my Elvadone. I drop, I drop the, the, the pills like 30 minutes before I know I'm going to be on stage. And for some reason, I feel really good. Apart from a show I did in Helmstad, which I'm going to talk about a bit later on. What a teaser. We'll be back with you later on with some news about the Helmstad gig. Oh, have you been listening to the first half of the podcast? Yeah, I can't wait for the Helmstad news. Um, so I... Um, yeah, I did a I did a show at Nordiska Museet, uh, beautiful, beautiful museum. Uh, if you're ever in Stockholm, go and see this museum. It's it's got a very much a kind of Harry Potter kind of feel. Is that right? Does that feel good for you, Swedes? Are you happy with that? Not happy? You're before Potter, okay? Mm-hmm. Really nice, really nice place, and it was a. Um, it was a, a company, but it was for a Star Wars theme. That was the theme, but no one really, no one really got into the uh, the feeling of Star Wars. I'll be honest with you. No one. Re- there was a few people, a couple of sort of one lightsaber, 
and a person with a beard who tried to look like Chewbacca. But apart from that, I don't know if they were supposed to be dressed up, but there was a, there was a Star Wars theme, right? Um, and then the host, um, he dressed up as Yoda, um, and that was a bit awkward because he only had three fingers. I don't know if you know that about Yoda. I didn't know that. Um, and then when he went to open the winners for the prizes, it was very difficult to open the envelope. I mean, you might not be laughing at that, but try it with uh, three fingers the next time you have to open an envelope. Bit of a pointless bit of information, but uh, you need more fingers than three, said ye. Um, so that was that was one of the nights, and uh, and I I I kind of. Uh, I enjoy the process. I don't know about you people as a thing going to work, right? I don't know if you enjoy this. I don't know if going to work is an absolute pain in your ass, right? If it is, change it, yo. you got to change your life, yeah? Life is too short. No. Um, you... I don't know if there's, if there's like a couple of ways for you to get to work. But one one way I like is I do I do like walking to the tunnel banner, getting on headphones on, and then going to the show. That's always very nice. Or traveling, you know. Um, but I was really ill, so I had to get like taxis, kind of. And I don't like I don't really like getting taxis too much. And I got in one of the taxis, and I just said, uh, "Oh mate, I'm gonna have to sleep all the way there." And he was delighted, wasn't he? Of course he was. He was like a Swedish guy old guy do you think he wanted to talk to me nah. he was delighted with it he was like this is the ideal pickup I'm, I'm i'm getting no noise from this person this is perfect so um and he put on some classical music which i thought was slightly romantic i don't know if you're listening Bengt, taxi driver 07498 but that was a beautiful touch, that. I said I was a bit tired. And then he was like, yeah. I was, I was uh, you know, there was a part of me bent, I'll be honest with you, where I thought I'd just wake up and I'd be covered in roses. You know? I thought maybe you'd sprayed some perfume and moved your seat right back to the back. So we were, and then we just stopped. And you'd driven on the top of Hammerby overlooking the whole of Stockholm and we spoke we spoke all night nothing happened we weren't willing but it was a wonderful touch that beautiful classical music um talking of music I watched um the Super Bowl halftime show this morning um I don't get Super Bowl stuff I don't really get American football you know just don't get it I'm a big I'm a big sports person, you know. I actually do a, a football podcast. If you like football and if you if you want to listen to more of my voice, you know, if it, with other there's two other people, I do a podcast called Swedish Football Mafia. It's also on Acast and iTunes, so you can you can um, you can go for that. I don't feel you're you're running away from from me because I was I will I will find you. Um, but, uh, if you like football, I do that. So I, I quite, I love, I love football. You know, I, I love, I love sports, sports in general. I've been, you know, in New Zealand, 
um, we do this thing called the it's like the cow shit derby it's called um, or cow pat derby where we have a football pitch and we every square on the pitch um, you buy you buy it for charity and then they let this cow go on and when he does a bice if it's in your square you win money I think you win meat which seems a bit wrong doesn't it it's kind of like in New Zealand you always win meat for everything you know when you propose you don't give them a ring you give them like a lamb chop um, you yeah where it shits if, if it's what I've always been worried about is if, if the cow's got like dodgy stomach or do they have two stomachs I think they have two stomachs don't they um, and it and it does a one of those spray ones, and it takes out like three or four um, kind of squares. Then maybe you have to share, you have to share the the winnings or something. I don't I don't know the rules, but I just know it's quite a crazy one. And we also did this pig's eye, pig's eye derby uh, in New Zealand. This is all before the internet. You know, we, we didn't have much going on in our lives. And it's not all about animals. Um, in some parts of New Zealand, it is. I'll be honest with you. There's just sheep and people enjoy the love of the animal, shall we say. Um, but I, um, my thing with the pig's eye was they have pig's eyes, pig's eyes. And then you throw them against the wall and they stick and then they kind of, like go down the wall like a creepy eyeball spider and then you have a finishing line and that was one Sunday's entertainment for about 400 people every year the pig's eye derby and I know there might be vegetarians and vegans really not enjoying this at all um, and there might be people that eat pig and think oh my goodness uh, this is not good oh my goodness this is not good um, but I'm just I'm just laying the facts, yeah, um, laying the facts. So um, and that was kind of weird. So I watched the Super Bowl halftime, which was Coldplay, and then Bruno Mars came on, and then Beyonce. Now I really like Coldplay, but it's strange when you see someone like Beyonce as a perform, even like Bruno Mars. It was like Coldplay were like. And then Bruno Mars and Beyonce were like, it was um, it was uh, pretty amazing actually, um, but it was a good it's a good show. I think what they do is they they bring out this massive stage, um, and then they've got like twenty minutes. And I think people buy commercials, um, not people, but big companies, and they it's almost like a movie release day of like. Uh, trade commercials like one million dollars, which is about eighty-four billion kroner for one ad or some some crazy money figure. I'm not good with money, as you can tell by that guesswork. Um, so yeah, so they do this. They do this bizarre kind of halftime. It's it's basically like going to watch Norshirping versus Hammerby, and then they bring out Jerry Williams at halftime and he just he sits stands on a on a beer crate and sings old Elvis songs it's a bit it's a bit like that with um with three people with their phones flashing 
you know but um but it's all it's all kind of so such choreography that they they bring out like young children playing for like fake violins not for Jerry Williams but for Coldplay um and then at the end they had this thing where the whole crowd held up these things and it said believe in love or love be- yeah believe in love which is quite a Coldplay kind of thing if you don't like Coldplay you don't like them I know that sounds obvious but it's like if you don't like Beyonce I don't really understand it because Beyonce is kind of a superstar for me it's like Madonna you got to give her give her the thing that she's got the hits right um but I it's like you too I'm a massive U2 fan you know um I went around my house as a as a teen as a kid teenager my mum would say can you tidy your room and I'd be like Bono I'd be like where's the glory in tidying my room putting stuff away who do we save what do we do we must save the bread mama you know so there was there was times when I was a bit kind of messed up in life you know um and I have been this week I've been uh, ill and then I did the two shows, right? I did these two shows. And then I went to Lynn Sherping Comedy Festival, right? First one. First one they've ever done. Um, quite quite low scale, you know? And I did a very much a work in progress show. I'd say not even in progress. An SG style show. Just kind of delayed and uh not really moving it was just ideas but the crowd and it was at 12 o'clock 12 o'clock in the afternoon and as as a comedian that's always kind of strange because you're always so used to saying good evening you know instead of good afternoon or some would even say at midday at 12 o'clock they'd still be saying good morning you know i i don't are you supposed to turn when it gets to 12 i think you're supposed to go good morning good afternoon you know Good more afternoon, good more afternoon, and um, um, I did a show. There was a baby. There was a baby there, um, a two and a half month baby called Cyrus with the double S. She definitely made sure I said that right. She was lovely, that lady, um, and then a nine year old who was the daughter of the organizer Ben Kersley, who organized the festival. Put a nine year old nine-year-old daughter in the front row there who I then got an SMS well not for her from Ben saying she had a few questions she had a few I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Questions afterwards. Um, of course you did. Um, I'm not a below-the-belt comic at all, but um, I can say stuff which would make a nine-year-old child think, wow, what's going on? I need to work out what does that mean. So hopefully she um, gets through that. But thank you to the audience that came to that um, festival, came to that show. It was at 12 o'clock, as we discussed. That is a tricky time. It's Lordag. It's 12 o'clock. Are you going to go out? Are you going to have lunch before? Or do you wait for lunch? I mean, you've had your cafe. Then you're going to a show. But some of you might be hungry. You can't have pre-lunch. So that was that was a lot of what people were thinking, you know, a lot of what people were thinking. Um, but thank you for being um, patient as an audience, you know. And I think sometimes audiences love to see the jokes worked out, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously waiting for the jokes to happen, right? <laughs> your... your um, you're on the edge of your seat, awaiting laughter, okay? And hopefully, you get it delivered. Like, bring. I bring it to you, yeah? I deliver it, and you sign for it. That's what you should do. Every laugh you get off this podcast, laugh, not laughs, laugh you get. Um, I was very self-deprecating in, um, um, I was self-medicated, but I was self-deprecated. Um, in Lynn Sherping. I apologise for that. What happens is, when you're trying ideas, and you don't really have the form of the gig, you don't really have the words that go together, you just say something. The thing with comedy is, you've got to be interesting or funny, right? And it's easy to say something interesting, um, but don't back it up with laughter. And that's uh, that's always a tricky, tricky time, right? So... Um, Thank you for being kind. Um, thank you for enjoying that. And then I went on to Helmstad. I went on a train, train to Lund, changed at Lund to Helmstad. Everything is flying. We're going well, aren't we? Little SG. We're going well. And then just stops, right? Just stops. And uh, stops in Lands Krona. Just stops. Not even in the platform. Outside Landskrona, right? As though, as though we're all ready to invade or something like that. You know, it's one of those kind of. No one's got the warning, and they're just stops. Then the announcement comes out. You know, confusion for ten minutes, and then um, the ticket guy went past, and I said, "Oh, do you know? Do you know what's happening?" And uh, she, he said. Uh, yeah, there's 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 young, um, like teenagers or young the young the youth the young are on the tracks, right? Which I didn't know if that was a a, a thing of life in general in the world. Like the youth, they are on the tracks, man. You know, I didn't know if that was something a DJ talk. Like the youth are hitting the tracks, y'all. Um, but then the announcement came in English and it said. The police are trying to find three youths who are on the tracks 
they have been throwing stones at trains, right? Stones at trains, at rocks, right? So, big delay. Then it gets to 45 minutes, and I'm, you know, I'm sort of done now. You know what I mean? I, I've kind of enjoyed enjoyed our time in this in this spot but we need to move on okay it's like a a relationship that's kind of stalled you know we liked each other at the beginning everything was moving along and now we've just stopped i just need to move on i need to leave right so what they do then is they say we've spoken to the police and the police have said we I haven't found the youth, right? This is all, Swedes are so honest sometimes. It just comes pouring out. The information can be a bit, you know, a bit too honest. It becomes a bit of a documentary. It's like a, um, a, a, a Cobra episode or something. It's very factual. They say, they're, they're, we can't find the youth, but we feel they may have left the area, right? They may have left the area. In, in in brackets there, in, in quote, may have, right? They, they might be here, they might not be. We don't know, basically. But we're going to go through the area at a slower mile per hour. We're going to go slower through it. How wonderfully Swedish is that? I think this is going to turn into stand-up. It must turn into stand-up, right? So instead of moving fast through there right and and getting through and and getting past the area within one minute we're going to go really really slow allowing the youth who may or may not be in the area to throw a rock at us so everybody's kind of moved away from their seat window and they're now like just like really freaked out that well, you know, and the people, the kids holding the rocks are like, that one's going really slow. We could really throw these ones, you know. So, um, yeah, it was amazing. We got through, and then I got to I got to Halmstad. Halmstad was a um, possibly one of the drunkest gigs I've done in a very very long time. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm going to say apologies to the guy, but it wasn't really it wasn't anything to do with me. A guy collapsed, didn't he? He collapsed in uh, in during the show. He fell. He just fell over, and then they stopped the first half. Lena Frisk was on. She was doing brilliant, and then they stopped it because um, they were not. Um, they weren't sure, and they took him to the kitchen, and then like five or six of his mates. And then it turned out he'd wanted to see me do stand up for ages. And then he'd collapsed. So I've, I felt really bad. So hopefully he could come to another show I'm doing in uh, Malmo in April. Come to that one. I think we're sorting out tickets for you. Um, but then everyone said it was like a peanut allergy. Um, but there was no peanuts. So that was kind of strange. Uh, but I think, I, I think he just collapsed. I think he just, just got too hot. And then I did the show... The guy had to leave because he, he wasn't feeling well. Poor guy. It, was, it wasn't just one guy. It wasn't like a, a lap dance comedy session. Again, thank you, John, for booking that. Um, I did the second half, and it was it was just chaos. There was a Dutch guy who 
who didn't know his job. He hadn't been told his job, and uh, there was there was like four guys on the corner who were just not um, not in this world, shall we say? I think they started drinking very very early. I think they opened a can of beer, like, and then the rooster went to start the day for the world, right? I think that's what happened. Um, so they were they were properly drunk. But sometimes, and I'm not going to say every time, but not even sometimes, most times, I really enjoy that, you know? I enjoy when it's it's chaos. I enjoy when it's um, it's so different because you you never get you won't ever get that in the room again. You know you can't you can't make that up. It's like having a it's like you go to the beach and there's a big wave, right? That wave won't it probably you might get a similar wave, but you're not going to get that same feeling wave, you know? I hope that makes sense. Um, but it's it's quite a buzz when it's it's you're you're just riding it, you know? You're just you're just loving it and you're you're like, you know, it's like these it's like you've you're in a zoo and every I'm not I'm not saying Helmstad audience was like a bunch of animals, but you you're just there, you're the circus. Uh, not even the the zoo master, zookeeper, zoo master. I am the zoo master. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, and then you're just controlling. Not you, you're not even. You're just keeping the madness going. It's great. It, it feels brilliant. You know, it's it's like you just got all different types of people and. Yeah, I, 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 I really, really enjoyed that. So I then, um, uh, but after that, there was like four nights in a row of, of doing shows with tonsillitis, okay? Where I wasn't feeling well at all, right? I don't know if, I don't think any audience would have guessed this at all. Um, I told, I didn't even tell people, I don't, th- or maybe I did. Um, which is always a diff- different, weird thing to do as well. You shouldn't really go on stage and say, "Hey, I'm I'm not, I'm not well, I'm not very good," you know, because then that gives you the um, gives you a sympathy vote, which is okay. Ah, uh, yeah, and then and then they're like, "But we paid, we've paid money for this, and we want a show." So. There's, there's some, but I, 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 no, I take that back. I, I think you should actually maybe say something because if, if you're talking and you sound like Bruce Springsteen underwater, you know, like, you know, you're, you're, you've got to, you've got to acknowledge that. Um, and then I went back on the train again. I'm sorry if this has just been all train journeys, but it has cracked me up. And then we were delayed again. Of course we were. Uh, I got on at Gothenburg. I changed. Um, I don't know if this is this is not. I was going to say turning you on. That's not the right thing. I don't know if this is this is interesting. Of course it is. I went from Helmstad to Gothenburg. Changed. Uh, I had four thirty-five minutes. My children have been ill. So what does Super Papa? I went to the toy shop. Um, went in and I said I need to buy some lizards because my son is obsessed with lizards. Like little Goobin 
loves lizards. He can't get enough of lizards, right? I said to him the other day, you must stop watching lizards on YouTube. That's all he watches. And he said the beautiful line, but Papa, lizards are my life. Um, which is things that you can't write. That's what kids are like. So I went in and I said, uh, lizard, here we go. Do you have lizards? And she just stared at me. She stared at me as though I'd stepped on her foot and I wasn't letting her foot go. It was that kind of painful expression that a Swede gives you when they're like, A, I don't understand what the shit you're talking about, and B, can you leave me alone? So, um, so yeah, that was that was not good. And I was like, yeah, ugla, you know, ugla, ugla. And she was like, she was all, I think she was three seconds away from like security, get security here now, we have a weirdo. Um, but I got him a, a butterfly thing. And then I and my, and my daughter, um, a headband, frozen headband, obsessed. And I've told her, you know, why are you so obsessed? Why can't you let it go? Let it go. That's a joke. That's a joke. Big, big joke. Big, big joke. Let it go. Let it go. That was actually quite a dad joke, I think. Um, and I've just seen on the thing that the, the noise was really... What I see in front of me, I just see a computer screen and it's like a, an earthquake, like Richter scale sound wave thing. And when I made that noise, I've never seen that thing happen. So I hope that didn't hurt your ears at all. Um, so yeah, I was delayed on the way back from Gothenburg, but I got on and everybody was, not everybody, but I think it was people who had been doing the Melody Festival the night before. I don't know. I don't watch Melody Festival. I I, I just it's just not me okay it's just not me um I, I you know I've been to Moldova and sung karaoke and it's always just Anna book songs um so I I I, I didn't I you know and all these people I didn't know if they were big stars or you know or they were just people that put posters up for melody but I thought if it crashed I probably be very low down the mention, you know, you know, be like, melody, 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 comedian. So, um, but luckily we were delayed again. And that's when I saw a couple watching how, how freaky and how matrix is this, right? They were watching poor, poor sport it, you know, the, the train program on the train while the train that we were on was delayed and the poor sporter episode was about New Zealand. I mean, I don't know if you're sitting down now, but that's a mind blower. Hurry good. How much of a parallel universe is that? That's poor sporter. New Zealand, delayed train. They're watching. I'm watching them watch New Zealand. Just the circle, the circle just keeps going round. You can't stop that circle. Um, I haven't seen the episode, but um, I watched, tried to watch it through. But, you know, you feel a bit weird, don't you? You're behind them. And there's like a couple and they're, they're being like romantic in a Swedish kind of watching a train show way. And, I, you know, you don't want to be like, you shake that, move your head. I just missed that bit. Um, and I couldn't hear it either. They had the shared headphones. So um, I couldn't keep on, you know, tapping the guy on the shoulder going, you turn it up a bit, mate. So uh, that was cool. 
Uh, this week um, I have a show in um, Stockholm uh, with Uslipat. Uslipat. Um, again, trying out ideas, trying new stuff. Uh, so if you want to watch some new stuff, uh, come to that. Uslipat.com. Uh, and I think all the information is on my website, alpitcher.com. If you don't or can't, I've got f- these shows coming up, right? I've got Uppsala, Best of My Bits, right? This will be uh, Best of My Bits? No, 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 no. That will not get me tickets sold. Here's the Best of My Bits, just photos of my bits. Um, here's Just Underneath My Left Nipple. That's my favourite bit. Um, yeah, just my favourite bits of comedy um, that I've done. Um, and that is Uppsala, that's April 1 and 2, tickets again, alpitcher.com, if you, if you want to, um, go to that, that'd be great, that is a kind of a warm-up, but the show will be ready, it'll be really good, right, but that is in preparation to record the show, and that show is called How Sweet Am I, How Sweet Am I, um, How Sweet Am I, and that's at Reval in Stockholm. Um, there's also loads of other shows, but this is the 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 one that I really need you to come along to or tell people. Uh, that's at Reval, April fifteenth and sixteenth, a Friday and a Saturday, and it's um, going to be recorded. We're going to film it. How cool's that? I really hope you can come. Uh, go to Ticknet. Go to Alpitcher.com. Come to that. Tell people. You know. It, it'll be like a, kind of like a five, six year celebration of my comedy. And if that doesn't sell the show, I don't know what will. Thank you so much for listening. Episode 24. I think this has been a good one. If you have enjoyed it, tell someone. Retweet it. Share it. Facebook it. Tag it. Download it. Revolve it. Spread it. Take it. Taksimiket. Hey, door. Get well. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 